this week. So I am hosting, but I thought you was going to greet the people. Oh. But you know what? It don't matter. Yo, what up? No, it's too late. BGPOV live back. What up? It is your girl, B. Nicole, 24. I am here with the Dove Cat. And guess who's back from vacation? <laughs> Coco B is in the house, girl, and we missed you. Because Corey knows ass is too much and I can't take them. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I, I thought about calling HR on you. You did? <laughs> you know what? What, what was HR going to tell me? Man, look, we didn't know that we could take vacation days. Right. Man, I, that was a thing. But I'm going to well, start doing it. You know, right. Where's the calendar? Sometimes. If I need to put in my days. I need to put sometimes. in my days. Sometimes. You might have need a vacation. And when you need a vacation, you need to take your vacation. Yeah, I know that's right. I think that was one of my self care tips one time was to take vacation. Mm. You know, it hey. You gotta you, do what you gotta do. Gotta do what you gotta do. So, host, what we doing? What we doing? What, what we, we looking like? What we, what we looking like? Did y'all have a good week? Yeah. It was, was a great week. It was good. good. You know what? I I'm gonna start saying not how my week was. But I want to talk about how my week's going to be. Okay. Oh, yes. Speaking right. into existence. And it's going to be stellar. You know, I just stellar. I, I feel it. I feel it mm-hmm. that my week is going to mm-hmm. be great. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. after this, we'll be going into um, our great homecoming. Yeah, the greatest homecoming on earth. <laughs> you. <laughs> that was my champagne voice, okay? Let's yeah. hear it one more time. <laughs> you. Hey. Okay. You, you, did, like, you did a good job. Hey, you went to a lot of games. You did. Mm-hmm. They got they that. They do a few shit. They got I don't know what it is. They, they got did. that throat going on. I don't know. I'm like, what else? You know what? My favorite thing is. Dun, 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 dun. C. Dun, 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 dun. C is C, C. Yeah. All right, y'all. Homecoming is fast approaching. But it's not the only one you know you didn't miss, though, bruh. But first of all, what you're not going to do is come up in here and try to shave me, okay? I done told y'all what the plan is. This year, I'm sitting it out, but next year, it's going to be bigger and better. So you go, and I'm going. I'm okay. doing it. So okay. you, you celebrating 2009. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's her 10 year. That, that's fine, though. That's fine. That is fine. It's cool, Kayla, because I'm celebrating this year. I'm going to be in the picture this year, and I'm going to be in the picture what? Next, Next year. year. I hate you. Look, I hate you multi-graduates. Wait, <laughs> 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 who does this? Me. I only got one year Hello. that I get to celebrate, and that is this one. I can celebrate with y'all because I came in with y'all, but you know, because I you was know, still around. Things happen. Fooling around. Things happen. You know. Fooling. Okay, so we're going to get into it because we done been here for a while talking. What a lot of y'all don't know is that we have mad conversations, like long-ass conversations before we actually record, which wastes time. We have a whole session. A whole podcast, really. We should just start recording, but y'all would be surprised about some of the slick shit we be saying. Some of it's probably problematic, too, but that's neither here nor there. So we're about to get into it with the tea time. Put your pinkies up. You know what we need? We need one of the kettles to like the sound. Like that, that's what we need for tea time. Okay? Oh, God. Okay? Maybe we can find a sound bite. Maybe we, we need it. That's what we need. Tea time. You know? Put your pinkies up with your teacups. I need all my AKAs to calm your tits. It ain't about you. It ain't about you. It's just an expression. Definitely not. Okay, here we go. 
Alright, so this week T.I. released a video. I think it was promo for his album of him in the Oval Office with the Melania lookalike. Pop locking and dropping on the top. Pop locking and dropping. She looked like Melania. And she folks, did. Folks she did. are pissed. Specifically, our first lady who wants us to, um... Ain't boycott. that what you used to do? Boycott. Wants us to boycott T.I. And I'm here to tell you that even though T.I. is misogynist as hell and he's problematic in his own way, I'm not about to delete him. Because that means if you ask me to boycott T.I., that means you're asking me to boycott your husband. And you're not going to do that. First so where of all, Melania, you're not a part of this delegation. Boop. So you can't tell, ask us to boycott nobody. Only a, people who are part of the delegation can say boycott people who are part of the delegation. And she ain't. You go ahead to where you delegate be best. and ask people to boycott. When we ready to boycott T.I., we'll boycott T.I. And for our own reasons, not because Melania. And he done cheated on his up. wife. And we still with him. We been to jail and we still rocking with T.I. We still, still rocking with T.I. I mean, you know, I mean we talk a little yet. shit to T.I. sometimes. Sometimes you know, trash. Cause he is right. trash. He is trash. But I love but him. But at the end of the day, him. every time he do some shit, he always come back with a nice soliloquy. And you know, you <laughs> know. <laughs> words I don't understand. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, he is very intelligent. He is. He is very intelligent. Yeah. And that's what make us love him. You know, even though we do disagree with what he does he comes back with some shit for your ass shout, shout out, out, shout out, out to Tanya <laughs> no not honorable no. mentions not shout out to Tanya because Tanya's still with him she but is like still with him Smokey Robinson with no contact I mean, oh, but that's no shade no shade but if you telling me she don't like Smokey Robinson's daughter you're a liar she doesn't she does not <laughs> like Smokey Robinson yes shout out to Tiny okay honorable mention Tiny and yes. the family hustle. Mm -hmm. Yes. You lying yes. though. Yes. <laughs> I really miss you, my buddy. <laughs> she can sing too. Okay. She can sing. She's a songwriter. I mean, you know, she's the full package. She is. Kudos to Tiny for staying with his crazy. By, by, by Melania, worry about your, what is it called? Your Be Best Be campaign. Best campaign and worry campaign. about how your husband is misogynistic as well. And how he likes people with I people I just don't understand men. how that works. It, it don't make sense, girl. It's like it's almost like they want us to think that we stupid. That we can't read it in between the lines. We know who Stormy Daniels is. Right. Oh, we, we know. We know who she is. We know. We know. That not only that, we know. She's still doing videos on X videos. Yeah, not only that, we know. We know that y'all shit ain't together either. I mean, you look miserable. Goodbye. Goodbye. You're trash. And you know what's crazy? That every since people have been pointing out how miserable she is, it seems like they've been trying to make her more active. <laughs> because I guess they're trying to put activity with her not being miserable. Because she just looks like her face, or either it's the plastic surgery. I don't know. If she has that. You know that. That is I terrible. Miss you, <laughs> <laughs> okay. First of all, how you know Trump got a little dick? Have though? you seen Trump? His body structure does not get. Does not. I'm not saying he got him. a big one. Have y'all a reasonable penis? Have y'all? But you know, Smokey Daniels is writing a book, right? Right. No, it is. And she, I saw it. Stormy Daniels. Oh, is it Smokey? No, you Stormy. said you Smokey said Daniels. Smokey Daniels. Damn, it's too many X's. <laughs> so Stormy is writing the book. 
about, you know, basically it's like a memoir. And she be, she threw in there about President Trump. And she mentioned something about his penis and what it looked like. Oh, and what did it look like? She said like Ball. a mushroom. Ah! It looked like, she said it looked like a Super Mario, like a mushroom from Super Mario. Oh, shut up. That's what she, she said it was the And you know what, I believe it. I believe it too, but you know what? As I'm thinking about like a penis right now in my head, I can see, you know. Whose penis you thinking? About? I don't want to see nothing. Whose penis am I thinking about? Hmm. <laughs> I don't want nothing. Hmm. I don't want nothing to do with Trump's penis size or nothing. I don't want to think okay. about it. He already be. He is unattractive. It's hell. Unknown. Uh, Melania, we we. You know what? Sometimes I just be want to reach out to you. <laughs> Because they got the face tags. 
Well, you know, I just but 20, I just feel twenty. Now he do got the face. Yeah, ass. so I just him at twenty one to me was with Amber, so that's how I could differentiate. He's a knife. You remember he was on that show, <laughs> and they were asking him what that was, and he was talking about it's a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Man, y'all mumble rappers, I cannot. I can't. <laughs> but you know, supposedly that's how he said it. You know, like when he passed away or whatever. Like, people were talking about him and his, you know, allegations of abuse and everything. But then it was like, when he passed away, everybody was talking about, like, how this wonderful person he was. He may have been. And how his lyrics were, like, touching and people were commenting about, like, how his lyrics got them through X, Y, and Z and how they didn't believe that this person could abuse women. And... It was just like, okay, but, but, this is where we're at, okay? People can give us art, great art, and change people's lives. He was an abuser. He was an abuser. And that's, that's it. Just like at the end of the day. That still just not, doesn't sit. That still just doesn't sit well. The Cosby we talked about yes. last time, and I just don't even want it. That just, that still just hurts me. Why? Because I just—I'm not. I'm now. It's not that I'm in love with the idol Bill Cosby. You know the Huxtables. No, it's just that you know I believe that you know he did. You know maybe slip something in chicks drink, but the fact that they kept going back, I just you know I'm just unsure about. And that's just my opinion. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. So you believe that he put something in their drink? I do. He or drug them. Much, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's sleeping with them while they are unconscious. Yeah. Which is rape because you can't give consent when you're unconscious. You're but, you're right, but the fact that they knew that they were raped, some of the women knew that they were raped, and they continued to go back to his soirees or parties. To me, that's like you're putting yourself in that same predicament. Why would you do that again and again, time after time? Like I don't, I don't get it. So that makes them less credible. Yes, I believe so. So this was not on the books, but go ahead. And <laughs> 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 we, I guess we, we're gonna bring it back to Vic in a second. Just a minute. So you telling me? Um, yeah. That this man has said that he has drugged these women. He has admitted to that. He has admitted to having sex with them while they were unconscious. And because some of the women went back to keep sleeping with him or to keep doing whatever, that makes them less credible because they went back and did that, even though he was the one that slept with them while they were unconscious. That's right. That's right. I don't care. That is right. He did write them. But, but the women, I feel like, yes. But it makes those it okay women, they went back? No, no, that makes it even worse that they went for, back. For who, though? I guess for me. Because, like, if you knew you got raped the first time you went over there to his party or whatever he had going on, then why would you keep going back? So let's just say this, right? Because why he's in jail right now has nothing to do with him. Um, well, actually he does, because the lady, she trusted him enough, and he, he drugged her and slept with her in that moment. But, 
let's just take away that. Let's take away the folks that he drugged, which is pretty much all of them. And let's take let's look. <laughs> let's just take out the ones who went back. Okay. Let's keep the ones who were actually raped and didn't go back, but didn't have the courage to tell. Okay. Okay. So. So yeah, I feel really bad. I'm so sorry that he raped them, but, but you can't. But you can't be keep calling out rape and you keep going back to the same person that's raping you. So okay, so let me ask you this. And then we got to keep going because I could go on day about this. Yeah, so because you feel strongly about this, the victim so thing, if, I know. If, so if, say, a wife okay. is married, yeah, right? Mm -hmm. Her husband, he rapes her. And contrary to what some people believe, not you, but some people seem to believe that a husband can't rape a wife. No, I believe a husband can make rape a wife, but Girl, if your I had husband a whole discussion about that, which I thought was ridiculous. If your husband rapes you, then you just need to leave his ass. But you need to reevaluate your relationship. What if she can't? What you mean? What if you can't? What if you can't? Why she can't? Or why who can't? Some women stay in relationships for years. Men knocking them the hell out every damn day, and they stay there for a lot of reasons. Emily B. Don't do that. Well, don't well, do it, Brittany. Don't. <laughs> Do it! <laughs> Don't do it! Don't do it, Brittany! And that nigga done knocked her front teeth out, allegedly. Who, Emily? Yes, allegedly he's not her two front teeth out. Well, and there as, new, evidence. as new cases, as, as new well, he stuff arises, he's, get, he's, on, he's as in charge. As new things arise, Emily's B's dad. From what it's, I it's see. It's testifying for Fab, yeah. Yeah, it's testifying All for I'm Fab. All I'm saying is this, is that he may be testifying for Fab because of the family shit or whatever, but obviously the state of New Jersey, though, they had enough to go forward with the crime. I would I love mean, to see them pictures. I mean, you know, I, I I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. So, I mean, but okay. I so wasn't let's there, so I don't, don't know. know. Let's take it back to somebody that you don't know. So, if a lady is with her husband who is raping her and beating her continuously and she cannot leave for whatever reason... Okay. You what? So you couldn't you couldn't sympathize with her because she wouldn't leave. I don't know. What? What do you mean? I don't. I, I guess I would sympathize for her in a certain way, in a certain manner, because she couldn't leave. Because there's a lot of factors why people don't, don't leave. leave. So I can understand that. But Bill Cosby was not in a relationship with any of these women. It makes him still trash because he was married. So, well, you know, trash is trash. But with that being said, they didn't have no ties to this man. So why you keep going back to this man? Because of the celebrity of who he is. Well, I, I guess I, I. So I guess I guess I don't I, I don't have a dog in this fight. But I guess what is being said is where's their accountability? Is that what you're saying? Yes. He's, trying to, oh, he's trying to hold them accountable. Not not that he shouldn't be held accountable. No. But where what is where is their accountability for keep going to be raped? Because they knew that's what it was. And they knew he was married too. Eddie Griffin said um, that these women went up to his hotel before the drug and whatever. They went up to his hotel alone with him knowing that he was married. So you all you were you were I guess what people think is you already was planning to sleep with him knowing that he was married. Well, see, that's the thing. But see, what, what does that mean? And that no, no, no. does that mean that they deserve to get married? No, no, no. They don't mean that. I just said that because you said 
that was trash because he was married. Yeah. But they knew he was married. It is well. what bothers me the most about this whole Bill Cosby situation. And then we have to move on. And I'll tie it back into bed. <laughs> I'll tie it back into bed. But what bothers me the most about this whole situation is that everybody is so sad and distraught this man is in jail as if he isn't a garbage can. Yeah, he did it. I mean, he did the shit. But for so why, these, doesn't, why, so why doesn't he have to serve time for the shit that he did? Why didn't fucking OJ serve the time for what he did? Why didn't George Zimmerman serve the time for what the fuck he did? Let me tell you something. Is there a bias in the criminal justice system? Yes. That's a conversation that you we can right. have separately. You're right. However, You're I right. do feel like in this situation... What? Oh, I do feel like in this situation... <laughs> in this situation, I feel like the time fits the crime. And he's and because he's Bill Cosby is the reason why he only got. The That's time what I said. He didn't even get a lot of time. He didn't get a lot no, of time. No, he didn't he get a lot of time, time. But I mean, I just feel like you know you did the shit, but like they also need to look at these women. I don't. But I don't see. This is what I don't understand, right? We over here. We want to, and I say this with any relationship. If you with somebody, or you with your husband, whatever, everybody want to get mad at the side piece, right? But the side piece don't have loyalty to no damn body but themselves. Your husband, your spouse, your whomever is supposed to be loyal to you, not them. I mean, can we say that they trash because they knew that the they just all there? trash? In my I mean, opinion, back, I mean, could they? Could they, they all trash. Could we say that? We could say that. Could we say that she was, he or she was trash because they knew going into the situation before they decided to lay down with the person that they were married or with whomever? Yeah, we can say that. However, that to me negates all of that because Bill Cosby's loyalty was to Camille, not to nothing. And she did it in the first place. That's number one. Okay? Number two, he's a rapist and a rapist is in jail. And I'm fine with that. Black legend or not. Done a lot of folks for black people, which is debatable or not. Debatable. I don't give a shit about none of that. His ass is in jail because he's a rapist. Now, back to Vic Mensa. <laughs> you know what? It's Vic Mensa in this cipher was going in on domestic violence. And I... Free bill. No, I'm just what? what you <laughs> free bill. <laughs> free bill. Ain't no free, free. bill. Ain't no free bill. <laughs> bill ass gotta stay. He got a Okay, Vic Mensa was talking about he didn't say Triple X's name, but it was implied that he was talking about Triple X's name. And he was basically Triple X mom was very upset about it. So because she was very upset about it, I wanna think the ciphers were done before yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. before he passed away. Either way I think You think I, it was before that, he passed that away? That early? But I think the, the I mean the cyphers are recorded well in advance. No, they weren't recorded that early because I know um, listening to the radio station and um, listening to the Ricky Smiley morning mm -hmm. show that I listen to in the morning. Um, what's his name? DJ what Rock? Head rock crack. T head crack Rock head T crack. one of them head crack yeah head crack head. yeah so head crack was like go and vote for me or whatever and that was like. For him to be on the cipher, and that was only like a couple weeks ago. Mm. Yeah. So I'm like, that had to be recorded. You know, I mean, that was maybe like maybe two or three weeks ago that he was saying. Well, he go said he didn't vote. know the mama was gonna be in the audience. He didn't know that, but I mean, he apologized to her, um, which I thought was kind of noble. But he was still like, no, I'm sorry that you felt that way. If I hurt you in any way, but I however, said what I, I said. said what I said, and I'm standing behind that. <laughs> 
But didn't you say that Joe Budden said something about him having a domestic violence past? It wasn't Joe. Joey. Was it the state of culture? Yeah. Oh, state of the culture. What's the name of his podcast? Um, the Joe Budden podcast. Oh, okay. It was um that they said that Vic Mensa himself has a violent past with women, mm. Mm. and he talks about it like in a song or something like that. I never heard I Vic look Mensa. That up. I never heard of Vic Vic Mensa's. So Joey said that. Um, music. Who was it that said it on State of the Culture? Said that he that he had a, a, a past. It might have been damn uh Scotty. What's her name? Scotty, Scotty B. B. That um she might have said that he that he um and he it was an interview that he did on Breakfast Club where he was talking to Charlemagne about mm-hmm. it or whatever, um, and he was like explaining the situation or whatever, and he like rapped about it in a song. So it's just like for him to go and say something about um us continuing to honor rappers who beat on women, um, it's kind of like. Hmm. You put your hands on the women too. Right. But I do, but I do agree because some, like he said, some of the most, like he said, even we honor them and even call them legends and we know that they have passed or are currently like, you know, abusive to women and stuff. And, you know, we just kind of don't pay attention to it or just say that's their business or whatever because we like the artists. Mm. Mm, true. I mean. Well, little Vic Vic. But I guess the whole thing is everybody's upset because they they like you don't talk ill of the dead. And my opinion on on that is this: y'all y'all don't talk ill of the dead. I feel like this: if you was trash when you was living, to me you trash and death. There you go. Mm. I may not talk about you, right? I mean, may not. It ain't like I'm gonna walk around talking about it. But if it's brought up, then I'm just let you know. I'm not gonna be like, oh well, he's dead. Let's not talk about. I mean, I feel y'all on it. I just. I just remember one time going to a funeral of this girl and she tormented me. She walking home, she threw rocks at me and stuff like that. She passed away. And at her funeral, it was like she was this angel. And I was sitting there like, this bitch. Well, first of all, wait a minute. I said, what you doing at the funeral? You know, I just had to show my respects. You know, because what? Like, what? We, Obviously, you respect them. We ended up reconciling. Our, and our differences because we ended up, you know, y'all know my past. You know, I used to get in little scuffles. So we ended up getting in a little scuffle <laughs> and, you know, everything like that. And then, you know, we had to reconcile. So it was cool. But I just was like, I remember she used to throw, used to throw rocks at me, like walking home, trying to get me to fight her. And I was just sitting there and me and a friend went together and we both were like, is that talking about the same person? Well, first of all, the yeah. same person, first in her defense, first of all, when she was a little kid, don't mean that she was still throwing walks as an adult. Like, I mean, if she didn't die as an adult. She died as when we were teens, oh. and this was like during our like teen years. Was she you throwing walks in her teen years? Girl, she was. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out why you were there. You don't even sound like you like her. Uh, she was very. She you know up. how people be going funeral. I don't go to nobody funeral. She was alright. You know. The she was. She she tried to change her life over. Let me tell you something. I ain't going to nobody funeral. No, like you bitch. Yeah, you better be at mine. Like. You better be at mine. Okay. I just said I don't know. I don't like. <laughs> I would go with my husband or a loved one if they ask me to go to somebody's funeral that I don't. The person that I don't know. But me personally. If I didn't know that person, or I didn't even like the person, I'm not going to go. God ain't going to get me. How did we get the funerals? Okay. I don't know. Let's yeah. move on. Because, oh, Kobe, well, 
you know. I don't even know how we got there. But, let's um, just move on. Oh, I guess with triple. I, I don't know. Yeah, you know he passed. All right, so we got Remy Ma thinking that it's okay for non-people with color to use the N-word. Let me just, I want to clarify and say it should just be non-black people. Because Mexicans and Asians are people of color as well, and I don't feel comfortable with them saying nigga. So what Remy Ma, from the video, what she was saying is she's used to the word, and as long as she feels like you weren't using it in a derogatory way she doesn't have a problem with it is what i got from the video um i'm, I'm still looking here for this. here is my consensus of the n-word i've had plenty of people ask me about um why can't white people use it or whatever and i'm gonna just put it to you like i'm gonna just put it to it plain and simple like this for me if me and coco bc here and we talking and i call her a nigga or even if I call her, I'll be like, bitch, please. Me and Coco B know the intention that I had in that word. That it wasn't harmful. And I didn't mean it in a way to cause her any harm or anguish or anything like that. The difference is, let's just use the word bitch. The difference is if a dude walked in here and called me a bitch, I don't know his intentions behind the word. I don't know why he used it, what context he was talking about it, and so I'm offended because I'm like, whoa, why did you call me that? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing for the N-word. Me calling another black person like, oh, nigga this, da 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 we know the intention behind the word. If a white person come in the room and call me a nigga, now I have to question, why did you do that? What was your intentions? What did you mean? And why did you feel so comfortable letting that exactly other black people? Who didn't let you say that? <laughs> I'm gonna like, say, say this, and I, I mean this with the best intent to my white brethren and sistren. Let me tell you this: you can say nigga all you want, just be prepared for <laughs> just be prepared for whatever consequence you're gonna get from saying that in the, in the presence of black people. Some black people may not check you, but others may knock you the hell out. Right. And it's not even on like, it, it's like it's a you respect got a 50, thing. 50-50 chance. Right. You just, <laughs> I mean, don't even say it. Especially when you know the history of that word. Like, I'm disappointed in Remy Ma for saying that because, like, we know the history of that word. Non-people of color have been using that word to demean us for years. And we wanted to reclaim it. So, let I don't care. Even there's, even, the, there's even a debate about even black people using it and not using it at all. Whatever. Okay. I'm um, a firm believer that white people and non-black people shouldn't be saying the word nigga in any sense. I don't care if they're at Amigos concert. I don't care if they're in the car. Don't say that shit. Point blank in the period. And that's a black ass bottom line. I mean, if you by yourself, you can do it if you want to. Ain't nobody there to tell. Right. But you better be very, very mindful. What you do when you step outside. There I mean, go. I agree with B. Nicole. Like, you don't know their intentions. Like, you can't just be sitting here calling people no damn niggas. Nah. And that's going to be a cause to get your ass kicked. And even more so, Rima's response, and she's speaking on her stance, and this is what she said. And excuse me, I'm reading this verbatim from what she posted. 
Um, so it's probably grammatically incorrect. You know incorrect. what? I wonder what what Nikki had to say about this. Man, I don't like Nikki. <laughs> I don't like that so, Nikki the bully had to say. Remy Ma said, we have way more important pressing issues to tackle. I don't want to, nor would I promote my people to attempt to own a word and try to stop certain people from using a word that has caused so much pain and oppression. A word that nobody should be using regardless of the color of their skin, regardless of if it's spelled with an A or an E-R. I try to tell them to own property, real yeah. estate, Life insurance, health insurance, degrees, etc. Words that is only allowed to be used by certain races is no different from bathrooms, water fountains, and sections on buses. The we have to teach our future to be better than our past. And this is coming from someone that is a woman, that is a black, that has been in the prison system, that unfortunately uses the N-word. I'm not perfect, but I aspire to be the best I possibly can be. So let me tell you something. Uh, She's hard to say, Faith. Uh, it's still trash. As hell. Because it's like, what? What? Even, but you know what's crazy? Even if a black person had all of that. Degrees, land, uh, what else you say? Degrees, land, um, life insurance, property, health insurance, all that. You still gonna be a nigga to somebody who don't think you worthy even of even you in the bins, you still a nigga in a coop. Like, it don't matter. It don't, it don't matter. When has it ever mattered? They don't, they don't care about that. The problem I have is you said telling other people they can't use the N-word is just like telling people they can't use certain water fountains and bathrooms. That ain't even the same thing. That is nowhere near the fucking same thing. Hey, man, man. She must have read that to her homegirls and they was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Post that. No, she read that shit to Papoos. Papoos. Every Monday, but that shit right there, Remy. Politics ain't for you. Just it ain't. It. Just leave it alone. Just leave like I know you have an opinion alone. because you have to have an opinion on this talk show, but you need to think through your responses a little bit more. <laughs> Man, that's and that's real. And that's the bottom damn line. That's it right there. All right. Next topic. Charlemagne cancels the talk that he was supposed to have with Kanye West um, surrounding mental health, uh-huh. as he should. <laughs> How you gonna have a mental health conversation with a <laughs> because with a Kanye, motherfucker who mental ain't right? Because he can relate and he can add some insight on what how to not take your medicine. Let me tell you something. What did it didn't didn't y'all just say he was? Um, he says that he was misdiagnosed. That's what Kanye said. What is his psych? Uh, his psychiatrist. Right. Say? What does his therapist say? That's what I want to know. His psychiatrist looking at you like, no, I did. No, I did not. <laughs> Say that. So he has dementia. <sighs> Man, Kanye don't know what he got. He probably got bipolar disorder, which he's probably been diagnosed correctly. And because he don't I, like how the medicine makes him feel, he don't take it. I feel like he's bipolar. I feel like Kanye has the Kardashian syndrome. That's what the fuck he got. Free yourself of that, and you should come back to glory. Get out. Let me say something. I don't know. I actually, after this stunt he pulled in, um, and we'll get to that in the state section. After this stunt that he pulled in that Oval Office, I don't even think leaving the Kardashians is going to be It's Wonder Woman. <laughs> I can't, man. That clip is so funny. That's Wonder Woman. First of all, his, his voice is annoying. Don't do that about people's voices. His, oh, yeah, I mean, I, I oh, so what you're 
Is that a shade tree? I don't grow shade tree. If I want to be shady, I just say it. I I understand. I understand. You know, people do have annoying voices. I have been said to have an annoying voice. Really? Yes, I okay. have. But I said been said. Been said. Been said to have one. I didn't say I had. But yeah, it's been said. But Kanye's voice is annoying. But I think his voice is annoying because he he's talking about nothing. Mm. nothing. You know what? I, I we'll come back to that. But um, I agree. I'm glad Charlemagne did that because if they're supposed to be having a discussion around mental health awareness and trying to eliminate the stigma that's associated with it, and then you have somebody who has vocally said that he was misdiagnosed as well as being <laughs> off of his meds. Right. I, it's just not... Can we really way. have this mental health talk? And is the people going to be there when it's done? <laughs> to escort your ass? <laughs> Can that, is that another reason? Like, I feel the reason Charlamagne Gay was pretty good was, or was it because ticket sales were down because Kanye made a fool with his damn self? And then... Mm, I and I think I people that, probably yeah. was on Charlamagne like... Why are you talking with this? Yeah. yeah, like y'all don't have one interview that was sh shitty. We don't need to go down this road again. And he's off his mans. What do you want to associate yourself with? You already got this other stuff going on. We ain't heard nothing about your HBO deal. Do we really want to go down this road of. Hey, Charlamagne did got a lot of shit going on. Though. Exactly. So I just think professionally it was the best thing to do. Yeah, man. Because we would have been talking about the fact that Charlamagne had the audacity to continue on with this conversation when we know that something ain't right with our boy. It is. <laughs> like, I want everybody. I what want people to stop. Something ain't right. Our boy. Our boy. I want somebody to. Just, I don't need them to stop giving him a platform to speak on. Like, stop. Like, they're TMG, going, stop. They're going to continue to do but it see, because he's. I don't have hungry. an issue. With Putin. Kanye West speaking on issues, no. I just want you to be educated and informed and not just going and speaking to the damn president of the United States based off your opinion, which is not rooted in fact. Well, he feels like he is very educated. How? He feels like he is very informed. Who said he's a genius? Yes, he Musical? He, do, do you and not know it? Debatable. He thinks he is Jesus. <laughs> I am a god. Pablo. People ask me who am I? Who I think I am? I ain't told you who I think I am. I am God. Okay. I'm saying. I don't know. I'm not even gonna call him cray cray because people get offended by that. But I'm gonna just say this. Kudos to you, God. Kudos to you, Charlemagne, for canceling this talk. That was the best thing that you could have done in that moment. Right. There was nobody who said, oh, why? <laughs> Everybody was like, damn right. Like, I don't know why you was doing this in the, <laughs> in the first beginning. <laughs> and like my boy Bacari Sellers be saying, mm -hmm. Kanye was an example of when Negroes don't, or when niggas don't read. Oh, no. And I put this on Facebook a while ago when he said it on The Breakfast Club. Yeah. And he said it again on some interview. And I'm, I'm folks was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, I mean, but it's true. I don't think when when Kanye went into that office, let me, let me stop. I'm we'll talk about it in the um in the state woke section. But I'll I'll leave my opinions to then. Okay. We'll just continue on with the rest of the tea time topics. Yeah, this is kind of how our off topic conversations go. Yes. <laughs> so next we have Kobe. Bryant, who was, I think, asked to be on a panel for 
Finn Festival and he was removed. They asked him to leave um, because of a 2003 rape allegation that he was found not guilty of. So how do we feel about that? Do you think they were right? I want to know. I wanna know where, how did that conversation go? Like it's 2018. We all doing a meetup and they like, hey, Kobe. Let's talk to you in the office real quick. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. Let's kick the actual factuals. And he's sitting down and they're like, yeah, we know. We wanted you to be a part of this, yada, yada, yada. But due to rape allegations that happened in 2003 that you were fortunately not guilty of, we can't let you on the panel. Is that how that conversation went? I'm wondering. I just feel like the fact that he was supposed to be on it, there was somebody like, above you know them or had more money maybe a sponsor or somebody that was like yo did he have some rape allegations <laughs> I mean, like what we are in an era of me too you can't say nothing you can't do nothing and even if it did happen back in 2003 it happened and i remember the press conference Oh yeah, I do remember. I do. I remember when, you know conference. what? That's when he bought his wife that yeah. whole brand new fucking ring. ring. That ring was like out of this world. And I was stayed. like, she showed it. Cause he was like, look, I slept with her. I cheated on my wife, but it won't rape. And oh, I, was, were they married then? They were. They married. were married. Oh. You know, they got married real young. Like but 18. that ring, I just remember that ring. Me too. That like ring was like. She would have it on his shoulders. Yes, like this. <laughs> she showed it. He be having it on his shoulder. I'm like, we see it, ho. And then, like, a couple months later, they had a a new baby came. A new baby. A new baby came. All I know is this, is that how is this supposed to work in me, too? Like, and the same thing happened to Nate Parker. Y'all remember Nate Parker? Nate Parker was a guy that did that, um, Birth of a Nation. Okay. Yes. Okay, I know. And he was accused of rape. Back in the day while he was in college playing football. Oh, yeah, and they were trying and to use that against him with the movie was, yeah, and were, stuff like he that. He was found yes. not guilty. Found not guilty. However, the uh, white like, people uh, didn't two, like it. Well, two or three years before that movie came out, the girl that he uh, allegedly raped committed suicide. Killed herself. So all of that stuff came up, right? Even though he was found not guilty. Um, and we ain't heard nothing else from Nate Parker. With his fine stuff. We heard nothing since. They even boycotted the movie, didn't they? They did. Yes, they but did. I said it. That was a good, said, but somebody said it wasn't it wasn't factual. Some of the stuff some of the stuff wasn't factual. Like some of the stuff was maybe created for theatrical purposes. Isn't that the whole basis of based off a of true story? That, I, I was gonna say the same thing, but the like, movie was good. The movie pissed me off and I would you know, I couldn't go to work looking at people the same. <laughs> and I I only watched it, like, for real one time because it really pissed me off. And it made me want to start my own goddamn revolution in this bitch. But, <laughs> you know, it was a good movie. But I remember when those allegations did come up. But I didn't know the girl killed herself. Yeah, I didn't know she committed suicide. And they were trying to say that that was the reason. Well, I think they were trying to say that she had some mental health issues anyway. Um, but I guess that kind of just, I don't know. Uh, we all I don't know. Who is the white feminist group that's looking into everybody's past? But I mean, it ain't it like, it's not like, 
Cause yeah, that just don't seem like something regular people with jobs is doing. We ain't looking. <laughs> but I mean, it's not like it's not like Kobe Bryant is. It ain't like Kobe Bryant is somebody we don't know. We all know who Kobe Bryant is. He just won an Oscar, the last Oscar for a short story or cartoon or something he did. I don't know. Yeah, he won an Oscar, which is why one of the reasons why they wanted him to be on this panel at the film festival. But um. I don't know. Do we think? I feel like Kobe should have had a chance yeah. to be on it because he was found not guilty. Yeah, like he ain't um, guilty. Look at that shit. And it's two thousand three. How many? What's that? Fifteen years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, y'all still. And the girl admitted. She admitted. Right. Then she said that she that he didn't do it or some shit. Yeah. They had said. It was consensual. So it's basically saying even if you're even if you found not guilty, it's still gonna follow you forever. Yeah. I mean it's following Nate Parker. I don't know, the circumstances around his red case. Oh yeah. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> that transcript was something else, man. I ain't but, read it. Don't but I, I remember like all that happening and him putting out that movie and him trying to boycott the movie and it not getting as much sales as it should have and shit because people didn't go see it. I thought it was crazy that it did so well at a film festival, which is why it got the backing to do a major studio release. I mean, at this point, he had already gotten the money. I mean, yeah. so, mm -hmm. yikes, Nate Parker. Uh, Kobe Bryant, I feel for you, dog. I don't in this situation. I don't think they should have kicked you off. But like I said, in the, in I don't the think era, and me too. He ain't. He ain't. So, all right. What's next? All right. This is the last time we're gonna end it on something light before we get into something more serious and then an even deeper discussion for the um <laughs> discussion. <laughs> so, she's just soft full of giggles. Oh, good for the discussion we'll have later. But um. So, we all know that our our troubled man, Kanye West, went to Uganda, gave the kid some shoes. Um, and it's been reported that the president of Uganda, he asked Kim, Car Kim, Kim Kardashian, said that she needed to leave, she needed to go to work. And the Uganda president asked her, what is it that she did? <laughs> what does she do? Me too, me too. So she basically responded with that she does a reality show with her sisters and her kids or whatever, and that's what she had to go back off to. But you got the president is me. Mm. He is me, and I am him. What do you do? The fact that on the radio station this morning they was like, "Why <laughs> Gary talk about stuff?" Y'all know he gave them kids the fake Yeezys, right? <laughs> I'm like, why would he? Why would the creator of the Yeezys give fake Yeezys to the Uganda? I, but it was so funny though. I was just like, yo. He's too much. They are funny as shit. Woman. <laughs> I'm a fan to say that. But you know what, President? You know, we want to know too. We've been asking this question for years. And we have yet to get a a, a, a response. We want to know too. So I mean, if she gave you some details that she was holding out from us, let us know. Because... Let me... Let me, let me We've been trying to figure out the answer for so long. We've given up on the answer. I remember a while ago. A while ago. I think she was still married to Chris Humphries. But the whole family did an interview with Barbara Walters. Wow. And you know our girl Barbara be hit asking the hard-hitting questions. Mm -hmm. And she too asked them, why is it 
No, she said, why is it that you guys are famous? And I know she meant it in the nicest way, but the way that I cackled the <laughs> horn moon about that, because it's a question we all want to know. Why are they famous? But why don't they tell the truth? Why don't they just be like, listen, I had a sex tape and it blew my family up. Ray J hit it first. <laughs> I hit it, I hit it, I hit it first. Is this? First of all, I'm sorry. Can we have a discussion about that? I know, I'm sorry. I just couldn't rip this. T Rash. But but I mean that's a true question. Like we know that we know she got makeup. Mm-hmm. Okay. Implants. We, oh okay. Implants. <laughs> we know that she's got this game. Um. And she does all these sponsorship deals and stuff. And she's made a lot of money off of the fact that she had a sex tape and was able to capitalize. And she turned Chris her 15 minutes. has made a lot of money. Yeah. 15 minutes. of she turned her 15 minutes into fame in about 15 years. Um, and still going. Mm-hmm. So I can't. I don't know. I don't know if I can be a hater. I mean, I can't hate on they come up. But what I can do, I, I don't like how they be trying to be ripping off black culture and say that it's there. I was just about to say that. I was about to say, like, I can't hate on her That's and how she, they came up, but they, but the way they, what do you call it? Um, I forgot the word that I was wanting to use, but the way they use our culture and then they try to turn it around, like with her wearing the corn rolls with the beads and all this stuff, giving Bo Derek. The damn credit when clearly Bo Derek didn't even come up with that shit. And Bo Derek was just like, nah. Uh, yeah, yeah, she didn't want. I got it from a such and such tribe. She, she said what she yeah, said. Well, yeah, Bo Derek didn't want no smoke. She was like, nah. nah. No, she didn't want no nah. smoke. I thought it was crazy though that Bo Derek gets so much credit for them braids as if she was the first ones to have them. And I was just like, she might have been the first ones that was mainstream with it because she had a camera on her. Yeah. I think kudos to see. See, to my white brethren, you see how Bo Derek did? Don't be trying to take credit for that shit. You just be like, no, nah, it won't me. It won't me. I got it from such and such. And keep it moving. I think she said that the lady who braided her hair, she said from some, some tribe, I don't, some tribe in Africa, the lady that was braiding her hair back then got it from. And um, she was just like that. And, and we didn't hear nothing because Kim couldn't say nothing. And look, nobody said nothing about Derek either. Nobody was like, oh, you can't. It was just like, she didn't want no smoke. She, but you can't, especially if she been, it was just like, nah. Mm-mm. I don't understand why these why these rappers and entertainers or whatever run to this clan so much to get women who appropriate black culture when they can just... Get a woman from like they like them exotic features, man. Like I don't, I don't manufactured it. exotic features. And you know, that's that's not a man they had that I want. I'm just asking the question. Girl, they they don't, they don't. Mm-hmm. No, but you know, like usually that happens. You be looking like, oh, she could have had him. Right. <laughs> yeah, like she could have. Yeah, like. But I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, Reggie was cute. But, who Reggie was? Well, Reggie was fine. I, was, I used to wonder why he was with her ass. It ain't last long. But then he went and found somebody. He, got, he, he, he clearly has a type. But that's what I'm going to say. His wife looks like him. Well, now she don't. Did she well, like she her, her, hair. her hair. She does not look like him. But she has, like, really strong features. She has very features. strong features. Yeah. Big lips and stuff. And 
I don't know. I don't know. That's my only thing with the Kardashians. I just hate the fact that they want to act like they are all so natural. Like any of them have their original faces. The only people that got their original face is Kylie. No. no. Sorry. Kendall. No, she didn't have work done too. Who? Kendall? Where? They said that she didn't have a little bit of work done on her nose. Mm. Damn. Courtney? She not she, she, she love her white features because she's like white men. Well, she dating that little boy from um. She dating well, that dude from. He's twelve. I can't believe this is happening. She's dating that dude from like Arabia or. Blackish. Yeah, he's twelve. He is not twelve. He is twelve. He get out of here. At the max, nineteen. Get out of my face. I think they said he was twenty. She's like, he can't even from blackish now? Yeah, yes. dude. What's, I can't even think of his name. Oh, Luca. So she's Luca. not with the, um, or the, um. Nah. The Middle Eastern dude? No, nope. she with Luca. She with Luca from blackish. OMG. Well, Grownish. Huh. The spinoff of blackish. Oh, Grownish. Yeah. Damn. I grown did not know she was with him. I'm grown now. I'm grown. I was about to, um. Chloe and Hannah's I'm about to criticize you for singing it, but then, I don't know. I exactly. You know the words? You, you, you came right in. <laughs> came right in with it. Oh, but anyways, we're ending the tea time with something like, and Kim Kardashian, what do you do? Email us. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> we would love to tell the people. Oh, Please do. <laughs> if you're listening, Kim, friends of Kim, you know. We trash. Just let us know. Alright, so the next topic is, um, stay woke. Stay woke. We're gonna, um, go into that Kanye Trump visit, and we got our, our correspondent, Coming Cole, live. Coming live from, from the Kindle. From Kindle. What you think, boo? Yeah. Well, Kanye visited the White House recently. <laughs> And he had a couple things to say. Of course, the media showed us him hugging and kissing um, Trump ass, saying he's the greatest. This hat gives him superpowers while wearing and all that, all that other crap. Um, but there is some things that Kanye highlighted in the meeting that he wanted to change, or that he was basically what he was there for. Um, just to highlight some of the things was that he wanted to exonerate Larry Hoover and release him from prison. Um, he said that Larry Hoover had got locked up right at the time he was trying to change his life. If you don't know, Larry Hoover is the founder of Gangs the Disciples, the GD gang. Um, he said that welfare for block for blacks, um, that that's what makes black people Democrats. Which isn't true because they gave welfare to black people and they told them if they wanted more money. Well, basically, they told them they wanted more money, have more kids, or keep the, keep the mans out of the home, which created welfare. He said mental health is a contribution to the killing, all the killing in Chicago where they get the name Chirac. But they haven't, the media hasn't highlighted that the killings in, in Chicago has went down 20%. Um... He said he wants to amend the 13th Amendment. Um, basically, in the 13th Amendment, what he wants to amend is the fact that... I uh, was saying that blacks back then, if they could read the 13th Amendment, then they would get locked up because they weren't supposed to know how to read. 
Um, uh, that black people prefer to have brand. The example he used was Obama and Polo over having land, which land is is basically the most important thing. He said black people kill more people, kill each other more than the police do. He was trying. He wanted to get rid of stop and frisk. Um, and that the black kids in schools, they try to say that they're not learning or they need ADD medication when the truth is black children are bored and the black community needs more art and manufacturer jobs. And he said for schools, kids need to learn things like learn math while they're playing basketball or learn music while they're meditating, basically to help them stay focused instead of using ADD. Now... A lot of this, well, not all of it. All, some of it, I was just like, whatever, Kanye. For example, black on black crime. No. We ain't talking about white on white crime. We ain't talking about black on black crime. That's going to be number one. Because the percentage of the of the rate they kill each other is higher than the, the rate black people kill each other. So, ain't nobody talking about white on white crime and they need to stop that or that community not growing. So, we not going to put that on black people because when black people kill black people, they ass go to jail. That's number one. Um, but number two, I can understand the thing about the 13th Amendment about amending it. But to abolish it, I ain't with that shit. Um, I do think that a lot of kids in the education system get labeled with ADD and they're not really ADD. In the words of Dr. Umar, ADD is ain't no damn daddy at home. <laughs> Maybe reduce the sentence because I think he got six life sentences or whatever. Girl. What reducing it is, um, but I would. He does have six life sentences. Yeah, he got six life sentences, but I don't know the whole story on the whole Larry Hoover thing. So for me, it's just like I don't see Trump doing that. And the whole time he was talking to Trump, Trump looked like, yeah, okay, Kanye, sure. Mm, that's all he kept on doing was not his head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trump like he was so ready for that shit to be over. Because it was a damn circus. <laughs> like, like, you know it's a circus that even Trump says it's a circus. <laughs> like, it looked like a circus. You know what? No, Trump looked confused as fuck. He did. He because was like, I, I, thought, as I, thought, oh, I thought that Kanye went in there and said all the things that Trump wanted to hear. And I also felt like it was a dog whistle for his baby to get fired up. So they can be like, see, see, even niggas like Trump. Because he went in there and showed his ass. Because this is my thing, right? When his raggedy wife went up in there, want no cameras, want nothing rolling. We don't have any type of footage from that. None. We, don't, we didn't hear any None. of that. And yet she was able to go in there, even though people had been putting up in the work for this lady to be released. All, she went in there, she wanted to get taken seriously. She wanted to get taken seriously. She didn't have the circus, right? Which makes me believe that maybe Kanye wanted all the attention. Both of them wanted all the attention. Because I don't see... I mean, he didn't even go in there with, like, real facts. You spouting all this stuff that you want to get fixed. Where are the statistics? What are your solutions? Give me that. People was like, you know what? Y'all, excuse me, saying that Kanye is crazy. He's this and he's that. But what I could hear was a black man going in there speaking facts and speaking truth. And my question is, well, how much of an education do you get? Because none of that shit made any sense to me. It wasn't coherent and it wasn't cohesive. Yeah, he was all over the place. He, he just didn't make any sense. When That's he started why. talking about something, this is what the president, this is what the president should be running. This should be the new Air Force One. 
<laughs> no. Girl, okay. let me tell you something. I am no. all for if you know, if folks, I guess. At first, I kind of felt some type of way about people going in and talking to the president. And I still feel some type of way about people, going, especially people of color, going and talking to the president without real tangible facts, statistics, and what the fuck you want to get done. I feel like this was a wasted opportunity for Kanye, and I don't feel like anything got accomplished. And if anything, all I can hear Trump being like, that nigga really is crazy. <laughs> he did. He looked like it. No, and, I just feel like... And he's the fact that he got praised. He let it go on for so long because he got praised. And you know, I was watching The View. You know, it's my favorite show. And the guest co-host that week was Yvette Nicole Brown. She's an actress or whatever. I think she's beautiful. I love her. And she's funny. And she was like, what she hated the most was that nobody went in there and stopped it. She's like, nobody went in there. Nobody tried to... She said, nobody stopped it. They let him go on. She said, none of the reporters, the photographers, nobody. Because they're used to seeing Kanye in this manner. Like, this is Kanye West. But that... Oh, God. And then everybody relationship and how it's they're having all of these problems, problems. 
And so that's going to be the next storyline in Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Like that I Because they're having... The reason why she divorced him is not because he had all these mental issues. It's because of all this extra stuff and all this extra stress he has been causing the family. When really he's ruining their brand. And 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 like she, like he said, he done publicly publicly said that he's off his meds. He said it. That's enough right there. He said it. So when she starts going in about what he was doing and stuff like that, he can't go back and say, "No, I won't." You done publicly done say it. You off your meds. Well, I mean, we are living in, in a Trump's America. I mean, where he has said things and lied about it. And he's on tape saying that. And he's still saying that the media is lying. So, you know what? I mean, I, I mean, I mean. Yeah, it is sad to see Kanye West and self-destructing because. I remember when we like, were really for him. We girl, were. Everybody, we were right everybody was for him. I'm telling and then you. to see, like, to see these memes about him, like. <laughs> the meme that's out now is I hope somebody needs to wire his mouth shut again I or whatever. And I was like, oh my god, like I felt so bad. <laughs> like through the wire was like my song. And I was like, oh my gosh, he was like he was really spitting through the wire like when he was talking. And then for somebody to put that, I felt kind of bad for a moment because I was like, dang, how dare they say that? But then I was like, but he do need to shut the fuck up. Like, you know, um, he needs to be laying on somebody's bosom. Somebody needs to be rubbing his head. Where he is needs, his... He needs, where is the church mother? He needs something. Where is the... Where is his mama's friends? Where is his, friend? where is his mama's friends? Needs, his grandma. I told you he need to go give... Somebody. He need to go give Jay-Z a hug. Say sorry. Go lay on the bosom of Beyonce. And divorce Now they said that was done. After, oh, after that Trump, after oh, that yeah. Trump visit, they was there ain't no going back. There ain't no going J back. Jay told Meek not to go, yeah, and what Meek do? Did not, not go. Because we would have the same conversation. But I would have felt better about Meek Mill going because he ain't been dying those with having the mental health. And also, <laughs> as well as his lawyer's been speaking for him anyway. So I don't know. It's all trash, girl. We yeah. just gonna keep. Kanye lifted up in our prayers. I'm not lifting him up in a damn thing. Lift him up. It ain't no prayers in the world. He need a praying grandmother. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. With his grandma, with his auntie. Where's the church mothers? That's what they say. That's what they say. We are here. We are here. They say that we are here by the prayers of our grandmothers and our ancestors and our family members. Where are they at? I know Donda wasn't the only one. Where are they at? Kardashians are blocking it. They blocking all the prayers. They blocking it with their Armenian voodoo. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't even going to take it there. <laughs> really? Not <laughs> Armenian voodoo? Would you Armenian voodoo? I don't know. Don't say that. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Tar Armenian listeners, if there is any. <laughs> what do they have to do with any other Armenians?
Moving on, we wrapping up. Stay woke. We wrapping up the stay woke section, and we are we're moving done. In. We're done. We're done. Uh, stay, stay woke. Get rid of Kanye. Oh God. Mm. Nah, get rid of Trump. Hey, did yo. you hear about Mueller? No. Apparently, he's gonna hold out and release the information about the Russian probe after the midterm election. What? After? Nah, bruh. He needed. They need to um, subpoena. It was a little clip that I saw. I haven't been able to read it in its entirety, but that's what the caption said. And they need worried. to subpoena him. Subpoena. I don't know. All I know is this: is that there are just too many people around him that are falling. I don't know. So. Oh, but I will say but this. people I around him that have fallen already, and he still... But this is what I'm, I'm... I feel like he knows a little bit, but not enough to be like... So if, if it came to him, he can be like, no, nah, I didn't know that. And he really... Know, you know what I'm saying? He knows enough. Like, I feel like, okay, yeah, they met with Russia, but I don't know what they talked about. Like, I feel like he could do some shit like that, but he ain't going no damn where. Also, early voting has started, just to let y'all know. Um, and I yes, need y'all to go out there and get out there. I will be walking to the polls. You know what? I was, I was sitting I was thinking, like, I never vote when it's the voting day. I always early vote. I'm thinking about early voting, too, because I, I can't stand voting the day of. What? I don't, I don't know what it is. What is November 6th? I just I just can't stand voting the day of for some reason. For some reason, I think it's I feel like the lines are longer or something. Yeah, like people that. trying to get it in. The lines are much longer when you vote the day mm-hmm. of. Oh, it's always a Tuesday. I waited like I waited forever. Yes, yeah, always on a Tuesday. I remember the last time I did voting the day of at the student union at NCCU student union, and we waited in that line for an hour. But you vote. waited and you got in there right. I remember I waited in like an hour. This is the very first election that I had a chance to vote for. And I was registered to vote in my county where I'm from. But I was not registered to vote in Durham County. And I was in line. In Durham County? I wasn't registered to vote in Durham County. So I was ready to put in my vote for Al Gore. I was ready. And for a long time, I felt responsible. Because I felt like. Because I didn't put my vote in George W. Bush. And George, we thought that you were on our side, but you're not because you was really rooting for Kavanaugh. So you trash too. Oh, honey, honey, honey. Y'all yeah, seen trash. something that was like, what's the difference between y'all rooting for Michelle Obama, um, have been having a friendship with George Bush, and Kanye having a friendship with Trump? Moving what? on, what's the discussion topic? Why we all was quiet? We was like. <laughs> Like a rapist, like he looked like one of them good old boys. Honestly, no, 
believe that he vehemently believes that he didn't do anything. That what he did was nothing wrong. I think all of them do. And like, and I just feel bad for her. And these senators are coming out saying that they believe that something happened to her, but they don't believe it was Brett. So, mm. so I'm like, so you believe who was it? Well, something happened, well, who but was I don't it? think it was this guy. I don't know. But who was it? They were basically saying, and you, because one of the 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 um the um the senators that voted for Kavanaugh was on the View, and Sunny asked him, and I love Sunny. Sunny asked him straight out. She was just like. So, you voted for him to be in, right? And you vehemently support the Me Too, right? And, like, she said what happened to her. She pointed out Brett Kavanaugh, and yet you still decided to vote for him. Why? Mm-hmm. So, of what course, he, he went into his whole spiel about Me Too, right? right? And, she ba- and he basically was like, um, he was like that from all the information that they got, nobody could corroborate her story. So, that's why... They decided to vote for him, and Sunny asked him straight up. She was just like, "So, do you think she's lying?" Mm-hmm. Can you answer it? He tiptoed around it. I'd have been like, "Do you think he's lying?" You know, like she, and Sunny was just like, "Sunny was like, do you think do you think she's lying?" I was like, "Sunny, hold his toes to the fire," and he didn't answer. He didn't answer. You really need to start working from home. Well, you, you watch. You watch. I was gonna say you watch. Well, first of all, I record the view. On my DVR. How hard? How happy do you be to go home and watch the video? Too hype. <laughs> and I get mad when my son want to watch TV instead of his iPad because then I can't watch it. So we're going to move on. Now, see, Brittany was trying to avoid this topic. But we about to hit it straight on. I don't know why. I don't think it's going to get bad. It's homecoming. It's homecoming. It's what? It's homecoming, y'all. Hey. So, as we are entering into the homecoming season, everybody is having a homecoming. The High wind schools, is blowing. Middle schools. The, the, the leaves are falling. The leaves are falling and changing colors. We're pulling out the boots and the, the scarves. And the scarves. Tailgates are tailgating. Tailgates are tailgating. Oh, Lord. Fish is smelling. Fish is frying. People have red cups. Red cups. Don't worry about what's in my cup. It is my cup. And if y'all don't know, all three of us went to the illustrious North Carolina Central University where we are all graduates. So we are alumni of this institution. Amplified. And not only is North Carolina Central University the shit, it's also... Period. Period. It's also um, an HBCU. And And if you're not familiar with the term HBCU, HBCU is Historically Black College or University. And our discussion post, or our discussion topic for today, we are going to do dun-dun-dun, HBCUs versus PWIs. And if you aren't familiar with PWIs, PWIs are predominantly white institutions. Now, our girl Britt Bratt, B. Nicole, has, um... Britt Bratt on this topic. Some issues. (laughs) Well, not issues, but she has some strong opinions on the whole HBCU versus PWI. In my opinion, I'm always going to feel like um, an HBCU is always going to be better for black people because your people are there. It's literally like coming home. When I left to go to North Carolina Central University, I was in just a, a, a pot of all these different shades of melanin. 
all these different types of black people, all these fine black men and these beautiful black women. It was, it was just the shit. And not only did I get a quality education, just, I just feel so much, like, more enriched and just. The culture. And culture, because I went to an HBCU. Well, I ain't gonna lie. Like, when I applied to colleges, my first choice, well, my two top choices were Hampton and UNCG. And I will never forget the day that I got my letter back from UNCG, y'all. And they deferred me. And then I got into Hampton. And, well, of course, I got into Central. But I was so hurt that, like... This university, like, deferred me in, like, Hampton being, like, this prestigious, you know, historically black college university. And like, private. They, yeah, private. There. Yeah, Let's private. Put it out there. It's private. Yeah, that they, you know, they accepted me. But I was like, okay, so y'all gonna defer me, though? Like, y'all, yeah. yeah. y'all, you know, y'all gonna defer me. But, like, coming from where I came from and where I grew up with, I grew up in a place where there wasn't that many black people. You know what I'm saying? So, I was like, oh my God, I want to go to this white university or whatnot. Da, 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 da. And I mean, when it all came down to it, I ended up coming to Central. And I was so... And then I had a friend who ended up going to UNCG. And their exper our experiences are totally different. Like, she, can't, she don't have a homecoming. Why? Because they have a soccer team. They don't even have a football team. Like, their homecoming is, like, something totally different. And, like, I ended up joining all these things and participating in SGA and joining a sorority and other organizations. And she was like, well, it never was, like, that easy there. And she misses, like, she wished she ended up going to this historically black university as I did. You know, and I thank God. That I went to, you know, the illustrious North Carolina Central University because, like you said, it's in it's endowed me in culture. Like I remember the first ten forty break, okay? Litty lit lit lit. And I went outside. I had to call my daddy, and I was like, "Oh my God, daddy, they got a DJ out here." I was like, "I was like, it's like a mini party out here." I was like. It's so much fun. Like, I was so excited to see all my people in one place. For one, it wasn't nothing, like, stupid. Like, something getting shut down or shootings. You know what I'm saying? It was like we were all like-minded people getting an education. You know? So, yeah. Big I don't ups think, to the HBCU. I don't even think that's something that you can get at a PWI. No. Like, it's just not. It's you just can't. not something that you can get, like. It's just, it's like, HBCUs are like black culture personified. Like, the memes and like, I swear to God, some of these memes that folks be creating, I bet you they came from a student that went to HBCU. <laughs> like, real talk. Because like, it's lit. I it mean, is you lit. can put that, I mean, and just like, um, our, our, our sworn enemies, a and I'm sure their culture is lit on campus. I'm sure what the Southern State's culture is lit on campus. I'm sure, um... Howard, Howard, Hampton, Hampton Bethune-Cookman. Um, all of them. Boy, Tuskegee. Tuskegee, Xavier. I didn't want to go to Xavier at one point, too. Xavier was fun down there in the world. Didn't they flood out? 
They did flat out. They did. That was when um Katrina and all that happened. But you know, back then, back in two thousand and four, I was like, shoot, that looked like the place to be. You know, college chill made it look like the place to be. So, Bina Cole, what you think? I mean, my my consensus is exactly like y'all's. I can't imagine. Like, if I didn't go to NCCU, it would have been another HBCU. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine. I can't imagine going to a university who, number one, doesn't want me there. Boom. But number two, who I would have to look for people who look like me just to feel included. Mm-hmm. Inclusive. And that's the thing that turns me off about how, why parents and just want to yearn so bad to go to these PWIs and it's like nobody like you is there like being at an HBCU like y'all said it's it's an unexplainable happiness Mm -hmm. like every single day it's like a family cookout Mm -hmm. your professors is your parents your your, your peers is your cousins and your brothers and sisters y'all have fun all the time the calf the on the yard the everything that you would never even like the fact that y'all can't even have a student union you have to have a black student union Mm -hmm. which means you had to form a union based off who you are we don't have a black student union we We go to the union and that's what it is. That's it. That's us. Like, it's it's a feeling that you can't explain. But I also don't even have enough fingers and toes to count how many black people went to PWIs and after they graduated wished mm-hmm. that they would have attended a black HBCU. Or how many black people, a black HBCU, HBCU, or how many black people went to PWIs and said that they were seeing their kids to HBCUs because they want their kids to have that experience of a black HBCU. Or how many black people went to a, a PWI and then come to the homecomings of HBCUs and is in awe and can't believe what they're seeing because they didn't know for whatever reason that so much success comes out of the HBCU. It's just so many countless things that I go through with people who went through went to PWIs and they just like, man, how I wish that I knew about this and I could have had this experience. I wouldn't have went to that such and such school. So we are literally, literally robbing ourselves and our children of that experience when we send them to a place where they're not even welcome. You know, yeah. it's crazy. I used to work with this girl when I was working at Victoria's Secret when I was in college. She went to UNC who was writing a paper. And her topic was... In the year, I think it was whatever the year was, are HBCUs still relevant? I think I remember something. She went to UNC and she was writing it. And even though she went to UNC. Was she she a black girl? Yeah. She Um. went to UNC and she was, even she was like on the thing like of, um, that HBCUs are still needed. So, in my thing, I was just like, in my head, I'm like, well, why would you go to UNC if you, but that's neither here nor there. I think what it is, is like this prestige of some of these schools, as if these black schools aren't as good. Like, I know that people love UNC. They love the basketball team. They love the colors or whatever. The UNC culture is thick. I'm talking about when you go to places around campus, everybody's wearing UNC. Everybody's wearing UNC stuff. And they really Same want to go there. Safe. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with and safe. People are proud to go there. But also what you find at these PWIs is that you have people have to create these spaces so that they can feel connected to the other black people on campus, which I think is kind of trash. Like, 
some people wouldn't have been able to go to school if it wasn't for HBCU. And not saying that HBCUs just let any and everybody in, but HBCUs don't put so much pressure. focus and pressure on what your GPA is and what it looks like and won't give you a chance. Because, and like, and because to be honestly, these standardized tests are not made for for us, for people of color, because like there has been studies shown that, you know, I'm getting into the education side, but studies shown that the way our brains, like as African-American, as black, brown, indigenous people, the way that our brains work, they're more complex than just what these tests are giving us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we show our creativity through other things than just pencil and paper. Mm -hmm. You know, there's other things like the art. You know, that's why mostly, like, with the culture, art, music, um, dance, all those type of things that we do do, that's, like, what most of what we do do because that's how our minds work. We're more creative people and more into stuff like that and we have complex we have complex thinking so that's another reason why like these tests are not to us they're not for us and of course they're not by us but you know i just i don't and she gave some good reasons as to why she felt like it was relevant i was just like let us not forget why hbcus were created in the first place because we couldn't go to pwis back in the day so what the black people do we created our own like we always do. Like we always do. And I don't find a thing wrong with that. Hell, we even have white people coming to our universities. Mm-hmm. Because they, they, they done found out that our our education is top-notch too. And it's what a little bit more is cheaper. It is cheaper. It's cheaper. And you know then what? they can get a fucking minority scholarship. I know. Is that true though? Yes. I don't know. Uh, yes, you can get minority scholarships from... Being a oh, different, yeah, yeah. I think they can. yes, you can get a minority scholarship, but not only that. Let's look at the his. Let's look at the history. Forget, forget how we personally feel about HBCUs because we went to one. Some may say we're biased, right? Okay. Let's look at the history, right? Like Dove Cat said, blacks were not allowed to go to these institutions, right? Mm-mm. They started letting blacks go to these institutions when they seen the dollar in the black athlete. All the great black athletes went to HBCUs because that's the only thing, that's the only place they could go. But when they seen the talent and the money that the black schools were getting off these black athletes, the white schools said, hey, if we integrate, we can get this dollar from the black athletes by promising them things that their HBCU quote-unquote can't give them so once they started accepting the black athlete the black academics wanted to go to the white schools too because at the time the white schools had pharmacy schools already they had medical schools already so blacks who wanted to further their education started applying to the white schools and the white schools was like hey wait a minute we want the niggas that can run we don't care about y'all so it was a lot of lawsuits because of that. And so oh, they said, hey, look, okay, well, we're going to let the black athletes, let's let them come too. There was actually a case at NCCU that was like that where a girl wanted to go to UNC Pharmacy School. And basically NCCU told her, don't go. 
we're building a pharmacy school and you can go to ours. And I, if I remember correctly, UNC was going to actually pay NCCU money to build that pharmacy school so they wouldn't have to admit the girl into their damn school. So with these things in, in mind, you're not wanted. They only want the one who can run because it brings them money. Those white, those white um, big buildings and the big fields and stadiums, all that stuff are built off the black athlete. These white athletes ain't bringing them schools money. If those white athletes that. came to, to these black schools, all that money you see in those white institutions would be at those black schools. But not even that. The education of a black athlete at a PWI is not even the same. They, I, I have a family member who has been in the news about his issues with going to a PWI and the education that he received while at this PWI by being the, the star player. You know what I'm saying? He did not receive the same education. They did not hold him up to the his, basically his degree is bullshit and he said it his degree is I mean, bullshit well, he look, and i'm not going I'm and because yeah, because like, yeah his i mean his degree is bullshit and i mean he he says that his degree is bullshit but because he was the black athlete at that school, at that point of time, and he was winning all the games, he was bringing all the press in, and all that stuff, they didn't give a shit about him. They don't give a shit about him. They didn't give a shit they about him. They scout these boys, because I have, like, like younger cousins who, like, in college, who were going to college, where they was good at sports and all this stuff like that. They scout these young boys out so young that... They and then they give them this fantasy of like, oh, here's the big stadiums, here's the big courts, the fans love you, this that, and the third. They are selling them a dream. This is why they run to these schools. And I know like bad black athletes and shit who went who went to schools for this dream and didn't get it anyway. Mm -hmm. But I know some that have. It's very few. Few. I mean, I know. Okay, so it's for few. example, and I, this, this is my my devil's advocate question. I don't know if y'all familiar with Brandon Ingram. Who? No, no, no. Brandon Ingram. He plays for the Lakers mm. currently. He's from Kenton. He went to Duke. Mm -hmm. Had the grades to go to Duke. Smart guy. Went to Duke. And he left after the first year. Mm -hmm. Talented. He wanted to go to the NBA. That's the goal, right? Do you think he would have went to the NBA had he went to somewhere like NCCU? Yes. Or Hampton? Yes. The first year? He, he, he didn't even stay in there two years. So basically, it's the exposure aspect. Yeah. So I've, I've heard So I've heard that's people say that go? you have to... So in order, if you're great, in order to remain great, you got to go compete with the greatest. And division the greatest one are, are the division ones. One. And the Division one PWIs, or I think even UNC, ain't that like Division two or something like division, that? Division, I think, I think Carolina's Division one. Carolina's there, Division one. Is D1. There is, yeah, it's different, it's different regions though yeah. with it. So, it's like if you want to, so well, in yeah, order, D1? but they D1 in the media. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, this is, so in order to, yeah, in order yeah. to stay great, you got to compete with people that's just like you. So basically, if you go to an uh, NCCU and start competing in the MEAC, you would lose less. You would lose talent because the competition isn't at the same level. So, for the example that you're saying, oh, he went to Duke. Could you? Would you think that he could go into the NBA? 
if he went to an NCCU? My response to that is no, not in the first year. I don't think so. But that's because Duke has the exposure mm -hmm. for the first year. And that's what but, it, that's, that's your goal. If you yeah. don't plan to stay in school at all, period, that ain't even, you're not even thinking about getting a degree from whatever university you're going to. you like, my goal is to get into the, um, well, it's not the same for college, for, for football. you got to wait at least three years. But if you're playing basketball and you're good enough to get into one of these D1 schools and you want to go to the NBA, that's all your thing is, you're not thinking about, let me go to an HBCU. And it's so funny that we're you're not talking, about that. talking about this. I just actually, I had a cousin who... He went to private school um, back home, and so he ended up being able to graduate early. And so the team, he's at a D1 school. He's um, he signed to Houston, and so he's actually graduating in December so he can play in January mm -hmm. for the school. And Houston is a PWI. And just thinking about this, like, you know, talking and, like, his sister went to Winston-Salem. And I remember us talking to him, like, you know, you should really go, you know. And I was like, you know, I'm going to hold Central. Everybody need to come to Central. You need to wash your clothes? I got you. You need a meal? I got you. Come on down mm -hmm. to Central. You know, and then him saying the same thing about the exposure. So here's my devil advocate of Dovecats devil advocate. So we say if you you say if you wanna um if you want the exposure, you wanna be you wanna go to the NBA first season, whatever, you need to go to a PWI because basically you're gonna get the exposure, you're gonna get the, the playing time, the camera mm -hmm. time based on that. So what about the guy who's good enough to go to USC or Duke or State or whatever school, right? But he isn't necessarily as good as the competition is there, right? Mm -hmm. So then he goes through four years of this college wanting to get to the NBA or the NFL, but he never gets there, right? Because he because he doesn't get the exposure because there was always somebody better than him that started before mm -hmm. him, right? So he don't get that exposure at camera time. He's just part of the team, right? Mm -hmm. If that athlete would have chose a NCCU, uh, Aggies or whatever, that would have gave him the exposure because out of that, he is the number one player, mm -hmm. right? So he does get the exposure that he needs to be considered to go to the NBA. What do we tell that guy? Because you went on to this school based on a dream, mm -hmm. but nobody ever told you, not even the coach that was coaching you, look like you good, but you ain't going to get the exposure at that school. But if you go to this school, you got a better chance. Mm. That's what I mean by we selling, we sell, they selling dreams. Are we gonna put him on a team, this team as a backup? Because if our star player ever gets hurt, he'd be a good backup. But ain't nobody telling him like, "Look, son, hey, you ain't good enough to compete on this level. You good, but you should go to a a, a MEAC or a somewhere else where you will You're be right. the star player You're that's right. gonna get that exposure." You're right about that. You're right. That's what they do tell. Yeah, they, tell, they do. So this is the thing. That's why um, I was talking to another guy. When it comes to sending our kids to colleges, the best thing that we can do is give them the information and let them uh, and let them decide for themselves. Now, me, I'm not a parent, but I wholeheartedly believe that I'm gonna be so admin. My child, there's no way that they could choose a PW. Right? Like they'd be like, <laughs> I ain't even fucking with this. Home. Like <laughs> I'm going to I, I say a HBCU all the time. The only school I'm paying for cable to go to out of my own damn pocket 
is North Carolina Central University. <laughs> and the only way that he's going to be able to go somewhere other than North Carolina Central University, like I ain't even paying for them other HBCUs. Great. I ain't paying for them. My alumni dollars are going to be to work at where I graduated from. However, but if right, the only I way he's going to, and the only way that he's going to a PWSI is he gets a full scholarship. That's the only way. I would even be like, you know what, bud? If this is what you want to do, they're paying for it 100%. I, I mean... If he, oh, devil's advocate. Okay, so <laughs> I, I feel you. I feel if he, you. if he is, if he gets a full scholarship to one of these PWIs, I would hope that I have let him know, cause I'm he, cause he's gonna be going to homecomings in the very near future. This is going to be a thing for him. He's going to start being on North Carolina Central University's campus, even if I don't even have a reason to go there. Let's just go. Yeah. Let's just go walk. I need him to be. He's going to be exposed to that. You know what I'm saying? But if for some, in some bizarre universe, if he goes to, he applies to, say he applies to NCCU and he applies to UNC, and North Carolina Central University don't want to give him any money and he's getting a full ride over here, I would be a fool to tell him. To go to an HBCU so that you can be in debt, starting your life or whatever, when you have a full ride right here. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would tear me up, but at the same time, like, I have to be smart about that. Now, I'm not going to be like, yes, yeah, I, I'm never going to push my baby in that direction. I'm always going to be HBCU, whatever. But at the same time, like, you got to think about your future. Do you want to start it off $50,000 in debt? I feel like is that is that that's something? a conversation. And do you want to go to a four year university at all? Right. Exactly. Like I feel like for my kids, they already know. Like I got my second degree there. Me and their dad went there, and he's he graduated there two times too. He about to graduate again. Like everything we do is in CCU. They go to the games. They do that, and like we live in Durham. And so my fear is always like, oh my God, are they gonna want to leave oh, they and go get to? Too much of it. Yeah, are they gonna be like, oh, this is too much central? Like I've been here, you know, I want to go to another school, whatever. But I mean, as of right now, like they know, I'm like, what school y'all going to? What college? They always say. We're going to Central. We're going to be Eagles like y'all. I mean, and you know, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, that's what I want to hear. You know, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. And the way Central's going with what they want to do, like, I agree with, like, you know Matter what I'm saying? Fact, now that we're talking about where Central, I'm not doing that for my university. We're going to keep it positive. We're going to keep it positive. It's homecoming. We're going to keep it positive. Discussion it ain't homecoming yet. We're How you talking it- about with that logo? We're going to keep it positive. Bro. You cannot. Okay, every all the alumni is kind of salty about the new logo. But is that enough to disqualify the school? All I'm saying is this. I don't think it just seems to me. You feel like the like entire school more, is trying to be yeah. more. But they've been trying and to do that for years. All I'm saying is, is that we are just one step away from being UNCD. But that's what they won't do. They will not will change they? that damn name. They've been, will they? They've been, trying, they've been talking about changing that to UNCD since we were freshmen in 2004. It could happen. And we not there in 2018. We used to be United College for Negroes. We used to be. Names change. But UNC, UNCD though. Let me tell you something. If they were to ever change the name what, to the what, University what, of North Carolina. What would we do? What would we do? They'd be like, what school did you go? Oh, I went to North Carolina Central University. I wonder if the people who graduated from North Carolina College of Negroes. Do they I say, say I bet you some of them still say that. I believe they do. No, I'm saying like, do they be like, I don't know what NCCU is. Probably. 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 <laughs> 
can hear somebody's grandma. I can hear it too. Say I didn't that. go to North Carolina Central. I went to North Carolina College of Negroes. <laughs> All right, man. You went to NCCU. Okay. But I just they had to change that. They had to change that name because of the times. Oh. Like back then, that was acceptable. But right now, we can't call the school North Carolina College of Negroes. All I know is this. Show me a PWI that has a chicken Wednesday and a fish Friday. They oh, my God. Do. I they believe they are do. But because you remember when they kicked. The coach, when, we the had ninth, when we had the ninth wonder and play class. Mm-hmm. I called it play. What's his real name? Is it kid? Oh, Chris Martin. Chris, Chris Martin. It's it's Chris it's Chris and you remember Chancellor Edmonds didn't want it there no more because he said he doesn't understand the purpose of the class. But you yes. remember that all the white colleges after that wanted that class? Who? He. Ninth, I think Ninth Wonder has been has taught at Duke. I think he's yeah. They all wanted Harvard. him. They all wanted him. And, and that class, this was crazy. Is they even say that in the class? Is that I remember that when they was like, yeah, they're trying to get rid of us or whatever. And the crazy thing about it is they had offers at uh, white schools, but they wouldn't take it because they was at the black school. And, then, you know and then they gave them the boot. It was basically saying, "Or oh, go to the white schools then." But you know what? That class was the funnest, most educational class. And I had to write a whole, that whole, that long ass paper. Do you remember that? I got an incomplete. You got an incomplete. I got an incomplete. He didn't get my, the dude, the professor. Look, Kawachi. He didn't get my paper or something. And And I didn't write. Make it up. He went to another school. So I couldn't do nothing. Well, you know what? They didn't play because I remember that paper yeah, when I was sending them. Though. When I was sending them rough drafts in, I don't know if they was reading the papers, but it had to be. Well, no, nah, no, nah, they was reading my <laughs> shit because I was sending them rough drafts in, and Kawachi was sending them back. I was like, "Damn, is this thing really Kawachi?" It's I knew it was so weird. Kawachi, it's Kawachi. I don't, I don't know. Uh, anyway, he gave me a damn incomplete. I ended up getting a ninety. But I work for that goddamn because she I mean, kept sending my shit back. All I know is, is that they, I, I asking for more admins. When we got admins, he was trying his best to globalize the fuck out of that school. Well, it didn't work. They trying to when, globalize it now. I mean, it didn't, didn't work. It didn't work. Why am I going to say Nams? When he came in, he wanted. To be all inclusive. Not saying that other people can go, but, but he see, was trying his, his hardest to make it not that. But when I think it was when the alumni got involved, that was like, he tripping. Um, we not changing the name. Because that's been on the books for years see, and crazy, they never do it. This is crazy to me, right? Is that HBCUs are lit, right? And when people of other cultures and nationalities come, we welcome them with open yeah, arms. Do. You know what I'm saying? It ain't none of this, well, you go have your own student union. We'd be like, no, come to our student union. And that's another thing. The fact that nobody has to go out and create their own student union in HBCUs. No, this is our student union. This is all of ours. All right. We don't need to have a private student union. We don't need to have a private room or anything because it's for everybody. Everybody. I mean, even the white people, the Asian folks, everybody. Everybody. <laughs> the only thing that I do find funny is that sometimes I remember in the bowl, Asian folks used to sit on the sigma. I was, I was going to say that. <laughs> you know what? That was funny. They used to eat lunch at the table, but they didn't know. But that's why they changed it, though. That's why they, 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 why they made the bowl more inclusive. And I actually like it. Of course, the Greeks don't. No, I don't like it. I see it like this. I don't like it. People that attend pay just as much as the Greeks. 
So why should they have a secluded area when they still gave them their plots, but they were like people, the people who pay their money should be able to, to, I think what the Greeks no, it wasn't, tradition. no, it wasn't, it's not just tradition. I mean, it is the fact that any, you know what I mean? It really wasn't anything bad. Like you can walk, you could have walked through the, um, the Greek ball, but you can't you chill through the Greek no, ball. No, you, of course you wasn't going to come chill on the plots. If you not a part of that you organization, organization. That's all the ball was. What the the plots? Well, hey. If you wasn't a part of that organization, then I don't see why you should be able to chill and sit and, and eat lunch on their stuff. If I'm an exchange student from China, <laughs> and it's lunchtime, and I'm not near the calf, but I'm near in the library, and the, I can see them tables right there. I don't know anything about That's different. Summer. That's different. I mean, now that's different. Now that's different. Out, like, they were telling them, like, hey, bro, you got to go. You can't sit here. No, okay, well, that's different. I would have... Gave them a short little lesson. Oh my god. Hey. Can y'all y'all? Yes. <laughs> Let's go no ahead and find about that. That is not. That, no, that's that how not. Coco B feels. That is not a representation. I would give you. I would give, I would give you. I would give you a lesson. Like, this is why we don't. This is why other people don't come and sit here because of certain but that's why things. They changed it. I understand that, but I'm Y'all just saying. Y'all feel some type of way that they move the plots? Hell yeah! Do you see how little? Do you see how little our shit is? We had the whole. We had the whole thing. But, but the I bowl. just don't. But it, it's not the fact, I guess, of the bowl. I just had a problem with random people coming to sit on our stuff. Like, I don't care about you being in the bowl. Like when the people was on the grass or whatever, that's fine. That was I. I mean, but me personally, I I didn't have a problem with that. It's if you came and had a seat on that red and white plot. It's like you don't belong to this sorority. And so why are you? So no, I'm saying like the benches and stuff like that. I didn't say the grass. I said the benches and stuff the like that. Well, and I, like, I don't remember them sitting on the benches. I remember them sitting on the grass. Yeah, see, I don't have a problem. I never had a problem with the grass or anything. I'm talking about I coming guess. to sit down. Like, you over here like, oh, okay. But, I mean, it was cool. Like, say, for instance, Brittany. Like, Brittany, come on over here, girl. You know what I'm saying? Was, I didn't even feel and comfortable. Y'all didn't even I make never, me feel comfortable. I, I never on a plot. Me either. Man so, you telling me if I asked you to come I'm to the house with me, you wouldn't have came with me? Hell huh? no. Because even though, even though, here's the thing. Even though you be like, oh, B, come over here, blah, 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 blah. You feel that way. Everybody you feel that I'm welcome on there. That don't, that's not the consensus of the whole organization. And you know that's true. That's why you can't say nothing. No, I don't feel like the whole organization. I just feel like it might be other organizations that might not feel that way. Because I felt like if you would come with me, nobody else would have nothing to say. They might not have said nothing to you. Nah, that. But see, that's see, that's I, you know what? In, in undergrad, if I even wanted to think about pledging, like I wouldn't even trust you to ask me to come sit on the block. Because I'd be like, it's a damn test. Right. And I'm going to pass. <laughs> Is the biggest one of the biggest attractions at the school. So it's all it's all right. 
But it's, the crazy part is only Greek filler. You only hear that complaint from, from Greek. It's all right. It's all what, right. I'm not going to say that because I don't know what those folks have been through because all those organizations, I don't are, know what all those organizations are anti-hazing organizations. We but are. I will say this, We are anti-hazing organizations. Like they have earned the right for a blade of grass. Uh, I ain't I, nobody. <laughs> Um, tell us about what you've done 
don't this is your time this is your time don't be afraid to brag and i don't think we we hear that enough i don't think we get to celebrate the the things that we have done because we're always so focused on what we want to do that we never sit and marinate on the things that we have completed because if you really want to sit down and you really think about the things you've completed i guarantee you it'd be more than what you thought mm. you have done because you're so focused on the goal do not forget what you've already accomplished okay i agree with that Nicole. i want to piggyback off that because you know you don't know everything that you and don't be afraid to celebrate those things you know don't be ashamed of it and hide it just bask in your glory and just let it all out but my self-care um for this week to all the women out there it would be to you know a couple weeks ago um vag steaming you know uh, you i would did. just say yes i would just say self-care that was the most i don't know what to say about it it was a very spiritual if i want to say um kind of <laughs> okay. healing okay but i don't know if it's spiritual that i would want to say but it was like a cleansing like a like detoxing and i felt so great doing it while and afterwards like i felt like i had so much more energy and i felt like i could just take on the world like I just feel uh like better about myself hmm. from steaming your bag yes okay. I mean and it's like a sense of empowerment that I got from it like I don't know it's just a good experience if you just want to go to try it out do it once you know that's cool but I would say try it and see you know about your experience and you know i would love to hear about your experience or how you felt about it did it make you feel great did you feel empowered after you did it because i know i did okay. so you i've never done batch steaming oh okay so maybe i'll look into it maybe maybe we can go together we actually they have a groupon in charlotte they have one i want to try to get my badge i think no. i can get my own badge well, they do have it where you so can the buy process? the. They do have it where you can buy the pot and you can like crotch over it yourself. But I would say like the spa aspect of it to me seemed to be more relaxing and more to me just crotching over a pot that just that, that wasn't relaxing. The benefits are supposedly it's um supposed to like your imbalance, your hormonal imbalance um. It's like a detox, you know, you can feel, you know, like releasing. Um, I know when some women, they've said that, you know, it makes their vagina more moist. Like it helps with um, dryness. So that's why they do it. I'm heavy. I mean, you know, that's why I'm not speaking on my case. But I know some women, they say that it helps with those type of issues and they use um, certain herbs and stuff like that within the steaming. And so you just sit over it. And, you know, we could go together. Like, we could have, just like when we go to, when we finally make ourselves to the the club, the sex club. You know, we can maybe that same weekend. We can do a whole we can weekend. Go, we can go badge steaming. But they do have a Groupon um, available. 
Okay. Either in Charlotte or in Raleigh. <laughs> I'll look into that. Looking up Groupons for Bachelor Steamy. <laughs> Are you? Bachelor Steamy. Sorry, guys. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, I'm your girl. I almost said B. Nicole. That is not me. Dove Cat. Whoop, whoop. It's B. Nicole 24. This Coco B coming at you. Alright, you can find us on Instagram at Black Girl POV Pie. You can find us on Facebook with the same name. Um, you can email us at blackgirlpovpie at gmail.com. You can find us on Apple Podcast app, Google Play, Spotify. You can find not Spotify. I lied. Yeah, you did. SoundCloud is what I meant to say. I Just was search about to say for we us. We made it. We made it to there. But that's where you can find us. And please email us. We would love to hear from you guys. Anything you would want to hear us talk about, just let us know. All of that will be in the description box. Hope y'all have a good rest of the week. Bye-bye. Bye. Toodles.